0: Hey, welcome to the Mostly Skateboarding Podcast. I'm your host, Temple Tennelli and I'm joined this week by Patrick Ogongo and Jason from Frozen and to talk about clip ownership, but first, the general. Let's salute Tyshawn Jones, the general, for dropping his new part and pushing the boundaries of pop. There's plenty to get into with this part, the tricks, the fits, the music, the switch ollie. Patrick, what do you want to talk about
1: first? First thing we should talk about should be the switch uh, frontside big spin heel flip at Jerome Banks in the Bronx. Which is insane. I mean, it's not just the pop; it's the control. He makes everything look easy. That plus, um, quite a few people have talked about this, and I definitely posted it on Instagram last week as soon as I saw it. It's that line that he does in West Hollywood. He's at the intersections of La Cienega and Holloway, very, 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 very busy, almost at the the bottom of the very, very steep hill of La Cienega, coming off of the Sunset Strip, pushing, pushing, pushing. Couple tricks on that. What is it? Um... Uh, Nollie heel onto the sidewalk, tray flip, and then floats that huge backside 180 over that. Uh, I don't even know. Well, what would you call that? It's not a, that's a super bump to bar. That's not really, would it be considered a spot? Whatever. It, it, it's, it's a bump to bar, but like, I
0: don't think anyone else has ever even skated it before. Like, I, I think I saw it when I lived in LA and I was just like, that's crazy. That's not really skatable. You know, it's a bump to bar, but nobody's going to yeah. skate
1: it. It's a poppin' yeah. area too. I mean, it's Barry's boot camp number one. So people coming and going from their exercises, cl- exercise classes, day in day out. Plus, it's that intersection is crazy, especially during rush hour. Anyway, it was. I think it was. Y'all ever watch old Mike Tyson fights? You know, the, you know late night. You can't sleep. You decide I'm just gonna watch some old boxing.
2: Yeah, he was. Um, he was pummeling guys.
1: Yeah, and like right. remember like early early Tyson where just like the control, the finesse, like he wasn't breaking a sweat and his footwork was impeccable. Tyshawn, that's the exact same energy and just also that laser-like focus. He's not distracted by anything else and Tyson at the beginning of his career was unstoppable. And I feel like Tyshawn is unstoppable, which then opens us up to a hard-hitting question that came from our buddy on Skate Twitter, MDS. Shout out to homie. You're Louis Lopez. What do you put in your next video part? To regain the lead for Sodi. do you start complex lines with a huge trick over a trash can for example a hybrid of Suchu and taishan i mean louis lopez has the skills jason templeton number one can louis lopez retake the lead and number two what are your takes on the general salute
2: well like they say to continue the boxing metaphor it's like they say in the boxing world styles make fights right taishan is a power guy like That's his whole thing. He some of his tricks are you might consider stock tricks, but he does them on such inconceivable shit, like whatever in the interview with the new Thrasher, he does like a nollie 360 over some like uh, rail to bank and fill or something, you know, backside flip up the fish gap. So that's that's his whole shit. Louis is more like a a style guy, like a style and footwear guy. Like kind of think of him like an evolutionary Kenny Anderson. Like he can do ledge, like flip in, flip out shit. You know, we've seen the whole repertoire, but he does get kind of creative, like quote unquote creative sometimes with the trick selection. Also in Thrasher, he does like, like an Ollie, another Ollie bump to bar. It's like, you know, bump to bars are, are fucking hot in the streets. He always bumped the bar to like Sanchez grind on a rail on the other side, which is, is like crazy. So,
0: so what's a Sanchez grind? Is that a 180 Sanchez. switch crook?
2: Yeah, 180 switch crook. Either, either way. So
0: if I'm Lou Lopez,
2: you're not gonna out Tyshawn. Tyshawn, you know what I mean. You're not gonna outpower him. You just have to do what you do. And you know, for both these guys, Lou especially, every he's really good at lines because everything he does, no matter how technical it looks like, he's just skating down the street to the store. So that's what I do. That's what I do if I'm him. But in the Thrasher interview that
1: I just mentioned,
2: like Tyshawn has a pretty interesting quote on the whole Sodi business. Let me just pull it here
1: get us with that quote i like this research
2: quote quote i think when pros are trying to go for Sodi, they drop let's say 10 minutes of throwaway footage or just extra stuff they had lying around and he goes on to say i thought it was about having the best product that year not the most content so if you kind of view this part through that lens he's like fuck this whole extended like dropping like three 10 minute parts or whatever i'm just gonna drop a three four minute part of nothing but heaters And that's that's what he did, man. He's a one oh one. What can you say?
0: But he's dropping another part. Or one would presume, you know, the part ends with to be continued and the kicklip over the subway gap is missing, you know, conspicuously missing. So he's got more in, in in store for us, you know, is it this year, is it next year, whatever. So he he's playing the game. You know, he's he's not giving us ten did minutes of, of throwaway, but he he's playing the game
2: yeah, I see where he's coming from. Though. like sometimes he would have a part. It was like there's a song at the beginning, then like a couple minutes of lifestyle footage in the middle or some shit, and then like some bangers at the end or whatever. But uh, yeah, definitely see where he's coming from. but oh, yeah, yeah he, he said he has a part, like a Hardy's part, maybe another supreme part. I don't, I don't know if that's coming by the end of the year, but who knows?
1: Hopefully, but here's the thing: music, music is everything, and Louis Lopez is awesome, and it was cool seeing him skate. To the theme from the Concord, but that is not the kind of thing that's going to get me hyped up to skate. Tyshawn, skating a DMX, skating a Jadakiss speaks to my heart. If you have the money, go big with clearances, with sync licensing for music, absolutely. Or go for something really out there, or try to find something. I, I guess it almost feels as though it almost feels as though, in retrospect, Louis's part is undermined by having such leisurely music.
2: Yeah, yeah, you can make a case for that. But yeah, like you said, J- Jada kiss was perfect and it's a perfect choice. DMX uh worked really well, like got you hyped up. Even though King Gale skated to it in the street cinema, it's like uh it's kind of a minor part in that video. City Star. I, yeah, City Star. Uh yeah, I don't I don't even think kids today abide by that rule anyway, like like uh you can't
1: skate to a part, you can't skate to a song if someone else has skated to it. Okay, two questions then. Number one, how many people under 30 have seen street cinema? And number two, would it be weird if someone skated to Grey Cell Green by Ned's Atomic Dustbin that Rick Howard skated to in Questionable?
2: Well, yeah, that's the thing. I think if it's, like, a part that's so iconic, if it's an iconic vid and an iconic part, that would be weird. I think everyone would be like, oh, like, is this, like, a homage or something? You know, in that case, it would be kind of weird. But, I mean, Can't Get Out... Enough respect to Kane Gale. Um, He's a ripping skater. He's a ripping Muay Thai fighter from what I've seen, but not an iconic part. <laughs> no. Yeah.
1: No, no, no disrespect. I think his, his part in Primes 5 was actually better. But shh. Kane, I apologize. If I ever see you in person, please don't kick my ass in the street.
0: Yeah, Fight Fire with Fire is a great video front to back. Yeah,
1: I don't think uh, Tyshawn is like paying homage to Kane Gale here. Our boy Pete over at Four Ply Magazine crunched the numbers from the general. How does this match up? I mean, it, it's very few lines. It's it's all hammers, which leads me to believe the only way for Louis Lopez to overtake Tyshawn is to deliver his version of Jamie Thomas's "Welcome to Hell" part.
0: Yeah, I think Whoa. I think you gotta do big shit that's gonna stick in people's minds. I think it's like a quality, not not quantity thing, or at, at this point in the year, anyway. You know, like. You can't put out four parts in the next couple months. So, you gotta, yeah, you gotta do something that people are gonna remember. Cause I I was talking with a friend just the other day about Suchu and uh, Milton Martinez, and it was like that car wash gap or car wash bank kickflip. It was like heard around the world. So, it was like, of course, this guy deserves Sodi for that kickflip even though Suchu put out like an iconic part that's probably going to stand the test of time a little bit better than that kickflip. But yeah, I like having a big iconic trick like the kickflip over the subway gap, I think that's how you win it. So yeah, hopefully, they, hopefully that kickflip like, comes out this year.
2: They do like the uh, insane terrain over there. That's, that's their big thing, insane terrain. But along those lines, if the footage comes out of, that cover, yeah, of the trick we talked about a few weeks ago, like the grind in Paris... Oh yeah, with, yeah like yeah. With the whole fence. If that comes out, if he's ducking under the fence, that could, that's something. That could be something.
0: Yeah, it also could be one of those things where, when you see the footage and you see things from like a different angle, it's like, oh, that's not that crazy. Like the photo looks a little crazier than the actual like spot, you know? So we'll have to see when the footage comes out.
1: Yeah. Oh wait, what about talking about one of the the coolest, most casual things in the park? The 180 over one of the Bay Blocks in San Francisco.
0: Right, that was, like, the equivalent of, like, a post-hammer post, post hammer tray flip on flat or something.
1: Or Pat Duffy, what is it, uh, the frontside slap he does after doing that 50-50, that huge in questionable. Right, yeah. Just so casual, It's just like, whatever.
0: Yeah, I thought that was rad. I mean, I, I thought the stuff that he did on the Bay Blocks was super sick. I thought that the backside nose blunt was my favorite trick in the whole part. I really wish that I hadn't seen the photo first. Like, to see that, like, to see that footage in the middle of the part not knowing about it would have been really amazing like i i always wish that i could see the footage first like in the part it's I think that's uh, the way to experience it, it
2: it's funny you say that temple thing because i actually this is one time where, where my late thrasher delivery uh actually worked out good because i watched the video first before the mag came and it was it was way more satisfying i think you mentioned this a, a couple months ago or something like it's always better to see the footage first before you see the photo
0: yeah, because yeah. to me, I think that the footage is like the document and the photo is more a piece of art that you're going to like spend some time with and look at like, oh, that's like how his foot positioning is and like he's got yeah. this cool outfit on or whatever. But like like having things revealed in a video part, it hits so much harder than uh, oh, yeah, like sure. flipping the page in a magazine and seeing it like, or for me, like seeing it online. I was like, oh shit, he did that? That's cool.
2: Yeah, for example, like that, switch very heel over that gap in la like you saw in the video and the photo is like kind of like an artistic you know i mean the the photographer's down like in the gutter or whatever it's like one guy's like take on it so that was kind of cool i might actually if if i can like have this amount of forethought if i know there's like a dope video part coming out i might like put the thrasher like and throw it in the corner or something until to, to until the actual month
0: yeah, media blackout. That'd be smart. Media blackout. Yeah, yeah. yeah, There you go. Yeah, the problem is like I- you just don't know when you're gonna encounter that stuff online. You know, like yeah, I saw the bag nose blunt probably in like a slap thread or something. It was just like, oh yeah, you,
2: yeah. You gotta, yeah, you gotta stay. It's kinda, you gotta stay on Instagram. They have Twitter. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's a lot. It's, yeah, almost impossible.
1: On the hip hop tip, did y'all see the little clip that Dante Ross posted on Instagram stories of Tyshawn just skating down the street? Trying to get a clip uh, was a heel flip over one trash can, tries for, for a front, front three. three.
0: Yeah, pretty John. wild.
1: First of all, Dante Ross. This is just Dante Ross. This is an absolute legend in the hip-hop game, poaching Tyshawn footage. <laughs> poaching I mean, the him. guy is above and beyond. I mean, <sighs> I mean what, could, what could he possibly have in a future part? Because this was amazing. And if that's, what's being, that's just the poached footage, what else could there be? You know, he skates those trash cans like they're nothing.
0: Yeah, I feel like the next part will be more New York-centric. Because I feel like there was a lot of like, traveling footage in this. Like, I mean, 4-Plot yeah. breaks it down. It's like a 50-50 split, I think, between SF and... Or, I mean, there's at least two clips in Atlanta. And mm-hmm. so the, yeah, there's like Atlanta, a
1: New York. Um, well, here's the, the interesting thing. He's doing something I really love, which is coming out to the West Coast and throwing down on some spots. It's Marcus McBride, who previously skated the Bay Blocks. Like that. Like that, and Taishan is picking up where he left off. Very similarly, Chinatown banks. Going to the super steep, multicolored, uh, the the bank with the mosaics. Think of how fast he's going when he drops off of the edge of the edge of that and goes onto the brick flat and goes and does that quick little manual on the benches. (sighs) I don't know. I mean, dude, that thing is steep. Yeah, (laughs) it's steep. It's like a lot of stairs. It would probably be fun just to like slide down on your butt. Or even like uh, the Nollian Wood Heel over, um, whatchamacallit, over the rail at uh, the Beverly, the Beverly Vermont Metro Station here in L.A., the one that Dylan Reeder skated in his, was it in Cherry or was it in the solo part? I don't know. Maybe both. Anyway, super steep handrail. And just, first of all, his fits. The fits in this were amazing. My goodness. Tyshawn really knows how to dress. Anyway, back to Louis Lopez. Um, again.
2: <laughs> wait, wait, before you continue. Um, back to the music thing i don't know if it was you or someone else posted a clip of him skating and like rapping on a song with uh bird with asap bird
1: yep yeah what's the deal with that? Is that like an ongoing thing or tyshawn the king of new york he got all the keys man (laughs) everything is open to him first of all name one new york skater right now who is even close to tyshawn second of all I mean, Bronx is Bronx, man. You know, ASAP is all uptown, Harlem and Bronx. So, you know, of course, they're probably running in the same circles. And also remember, Tyshawn is a model. you getting that Tiffany's check. I, I, first, quick pause. Shout out to all the skaters getting modeling contracts. Love seeing skateboarders on billboards just looking cool and smooth.
2: Yep, get there while you he can. He's, uh, yeah, Tyshawn, he's like a, where can you say it, man? He's like a renaissance man, you know? Exactly, exactly, you Wouldn't know? the be, uh. I don't know, once you start getting into that echelon, you can do, like,
1: movies, like, whatever, all types of shit. Yo, if they do a remake of Belly, he's got to be in it. <laughs> but, um, anyway, but he also, he doesn't party, right? He doesn't drink or smoke, does he?
2: That's correct,
1: yeah. Okay. That's probably the other thing, too, you know? He's either focused on getting his money or skating. He's not trying to be out of the club, doing whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, he's a hard worker,
0: for sure. Like, you can you can tell, like, every trick seems like a lot of work. Not, Not to say that he's, like battling or anything but just like the amount of pop that it takes to do this shit you can't just be casual about it i guess
2: yeah he kind of alludes to that in the interview too he's like i don't know he's like oh i might not have shit on my, my story every day but like i'm skating every day i'm getting clips i'm doing my job i'm coming out of the dope part you know every year every couple of years whatever you know what i mean you can't tell him shit so mm-hmm. kind Yeah, kind of in interviewable
1: He's kind of taking like a a bit of a Jay-Z mid to late 1990s approach. Like, this is all business. This is all business. And that was the era where, remember, Jay-Z was not even the number one rapper on Def Jam for a period. That was DMX, may he rest in peace. But when Jay-Z finally got to the top, you knew he was on top. I mean, by the time what? Blueprint came out? My goodness. It was a wrap. Yeah, but then uh,
2: Sean John Footwear came out. Was there Sean John Footwear and G-Unit Footwear?
1: uh oh on the Reebok yeah there was under the G- Reebok umbrella yeah there was yeah, the Reebok was, joint what? and there was the S. Carters which actually S. were S. pretty Doc, tight yeah. like they were a nice alternative to the Air Force One and honestly it's a shame that Reebok's skate program didn't really take off because if it came out now they would probably do a number the couple palace collabs did well like imagine if they kept that energy but oh well you know but as long as Stevie got his money but anyway. Um, Back to Tyshawn. Yeah, he, he's a hardworking skater. I mean, he puts in hours. The man also logs flight hours too, you know, going to get tricks and respect to him also coming out to the West Coast and holding it down on, you know, skating parts, you know, skating spots here that are either under skated or have never even been looked at as something that's possible. Who else is really in the running other than Luis Lopez for Skater of the Year?
0: Yeah, I think the Tyshawn part kind of um, clears the field a little bit or like, pushes a lot of people a little farther back i'm still kind of hopeful for like a um t-funk run you know like if he gets like a welcome to vans a heavy welcome to vans part maybe that could put him in the running but i don't i don't know i think that there's just like so much juice behind tyshawn right now and that if he comes out with another part that's just as good as this one it'll be hard to make an argument for anybody else and yeah i don't know i don't know who else has got it like that i mean Word on the street is Pedro Delfino has like an insane part. I'm, you know, he's like an insane terrain kind of guy. So could could be he could, you know, you know, make it difficult for Tyshawn or like I don't know, give him a run for it. But it's it's hard to hard to imagine somebody's going to come out with more, better, and have more juice than Tyshawn. This is assuming a second part comes out this year. I I don't think this one part would be enough.
1: No, but it was. It was perfect it was exactly it was a great what a statement but then here's the other question who's his equivalent from back in the day like who was his equivalent in the 90s oh
2: well you could say uh a little bit like Sheffy was uh, definitely a power guy but could still be technical mm-hmm. and you were talking about like going to the west coast and like a- annihilating spots that's pretty much what cheffy did in the life video like he yeah. went and, like he went and scared all those schools. Like that one school with the rail at the top of the bank, like fucked that up. Oh, that backside, backside went over that like uh, parking parking lot island. That was inconceivable at the time. So yeah, you could say you know little little type Sheffy type vibe there.
1: Yeah, that, Seems like- And also Sheffy, what's interesting too is that I think until the partying took over, Sheffy had a really nice run. Even after the life video, I mean, obviously the two Plan B videos he was in. Goldfish stopped too much, but Mouse, I mean, first straight on 50-50 down a handrail. Yeah, he kind of had a little comeback with Mouse, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, him and Guy. But, I mean, his Plan B parts, my God. You know? Oof, Sheffield was so good. And it's great to see him still skating, sober and happy and, you know, living a good life. But, anyway, back to back to Tyshawn, the general. To be continued, what's in store? Is it... Is it picking up? Is it going to be a video with a little bit more lifestyle footage? Or is it going to, is he just coming with straight up heat? I would think that the next video would probably be
0: a little more New York focused. Fourply says that this part is, what is it? 12.5% New York. So something that's maybe like 60, 70% New York is my guess. Maybe a little more Europe. Uh, I'd like to see touch on doing more slides and grinds. But I don't know, Like like looking back at, like the gifts of, that I've made of Taishan over the years, it's all like um, flip tricks and ollies and stuff like that. He's not a big grind and slides kind of guy.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think uh, what's in his repertoire. He might just do a bunch of like insane uh, trash can lines because I don't think there was any of that in this part. So but
1: what would you call that part? Would it be? Would you call it something like sanitation department of sanitation? Department maybe he'll get right. Like maybe he'll get just like uh, some lifestyle footage with a couple of cats from department of sanitation shout out to them by the way yeah important job yeah serious job union gig you know and when you when you get a promotion you get to dress up super super nice it's a very flashy uniform that sanitation engineers wear when they get promoted in the job and you know and also kids love it it's like if you're the, if you are um, if you are a letter carrier or you know you work for the garbage company like what's cooler especially when you're a small kid
0: yeah i mean those those are the only people you see working it's like those people that their job is to come to your house.
1: Yeah, they're putting in that, putting on those hours, being cool. Anyway.
0: <laughs> As we wind this conversation down, we got to talk about the table switch Ollie. Patrick, did he clear the table? Yes, he cleared the table. And Jason, to anybody
1: who's hating, <laughs> see, let's see you do it, homie.
0: Jason,
2: well, did he it, clear it the was, table?
0: It was funny,
2: like, on, on the skate Twitter, people were, like, getting their protractors out, making all kinds of, like, CAD diagrams of oh, this shit, but if if the edge of the table, if the top of the table was like a brick wall or something,
0: he would have clipped it. That's my verdict too. Like that's that, that's, that's always my been my philosophy. Like if you're skating a trash can, a cone, whatever, it's like if you couldn't have done it over a wall, you didn't do it over the cone or the table or whatever. It's interesting, bus up kind of called him out on it on Instagram and Tyshon seemed to kinda capitulate and was like, That shit was hard. And if you look at his the Thrasher cover with the Switch Ollie, he's wearing the outfit from the beginning where he slams going down the hill, and then the make, he's wearing a different outfit. So my assumption, or my guess, is that he did the Switch Ollie, came really close, got the, got the photo, got the cover, and was like, shit, now I really got to go back and get it. And this, this drifted Switch Ollie was the best he could come up with, which is sick. I love a Switch Ollie, but for... For my mind, there's, like, a flag on the play, for sure.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's been worse. There's definitely been worse, like, uh, I don't know what you would to call it, like, powwow magic or whatever, or tricks that weren't cleanly landed or that wouldn't be considered, you know, by the, uh, by the type of people that, like, frame-by-frame manual tricks, and, be, and they're like, oh, he touched, blah, 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 you know, those type of people. There'd been tricks that have been, like, more, more of a flag on the play than that, but I don't know. It was pretty sick either way, like, fucking, you're hauling ass. As fast as you can down, like the uh, whatever the Lockwood Canyon, we're gonna call it, and you gotta switch, change your stance, and you're hauling ass switch at a fucking table the long way.
0: It's still probably the biggest switch Ollie on flat ever done. Oh, yeah, he, he cleared it by like three feet. Like. Yeah, he's way the fuck over it. Yeah, what is
1: his it. routine? What is his workout routine that he's got so much pop? Well, he's, Box he's jumps tall or
0: whatever, he's tall, so I think that Box helps, jump? but How yeah, tall is like. He? I don't know. I'm just, just like by looking at him, he he looks proportionally much taller than the average person.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't think there's a workout routine that can help you, Ollie. Like maybe you could uh, use ankle weights or something. Shout out, uh, Santiago Garcia.
1: Oh, huff too,
2: right? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. I heard the ankle weight shit. But it, it's not like you can. It's all about explosion. Like if you can squat 400, it's not going to help you, Ollie, at all. Because that's like slow skating. Ollie is all about like explosion. Like it's a, I don't know. I'm not an orthopedic, but like I'm not a doctor, but like that's like my understanding. It's like your muscle operates like in different ways.
0: Well, he's got it yeah. figured out, you know, because he's got big pop on every trick that he does, which is insane, you know. Like he straight ollie healed over a, a bump to bar in a previous part. That's insane. Yeah,
2: straight yeah straight nollie flip over a bump to bar is
1: uh, crazy. Uh, that's inconceivable. There's lots of inconsistency in this part. Yeah, it, it's... But just, yeah, just switch hauling over a table and the amount of control and... I think also, you know, he's also seems like he's a very patient person. Like, it takes patience to be able to get this shit. I mean, you could definitely tell he puts in work and a lot of thought into trick selection and the outfits and everything. And I have a lot of respect for that. Especially because I imagine that some of the stuff that he's done in this video, in his previous videos... Took a hell of a lot of work. I mean, even his ender from, um, his ender from Blessed, for example, you know? Oh, yeah. Right? Well, that was his ender in Blessed? Yeah. Anybody? Was it, uh, was it the bump to bar, bump to bar downhill in the Bronx? If, well, oh, was the was it? backside flip. Back, yeah, backside flip, yeah. yeah.
2: Wait, wasn't it a... Or
1: was it a backheel?
2: I was thinking of the switch back heel down the LA triple set. And then they, like, jumped in the van and whatnot. Right. Oh, was that Blessed? Oh,
1: Okay. Wasn't that in the middle of his part, or was that well, that was his ender ender? I don't know. I might be wrong. I don't know if it was as, I don't know if it was a, his ender 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 ender. It's been a while, and also Strobeck keeps taking it down whenever people repost his part, which is annoying. Oh yeah, did that video come up, come with a hard copy? Yeah, I have a might, I have, have I, I have, have, have the hard copy. Yeah, but I don't have a DVD player. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore, anyway. Um, I probably should get one, but yeah, like there's somebody who stays uploading it on the regular. Bless you, whoever you are. Yeah, anyway, besides the point, Tyshawn, we love your perseverance. Good luck to you, my G.
0: Yeah, can't wait to see what's yeah, next. Man. This the- week, Logan Kershaw quit illegal civilization and asked for his footage on the way out. I see head honcho Mikey Alfred was happy to send him the footage for a $700,000 fee. Uh, Jason, who owns these clips?
2: Oh, uh, now we're in the lawyer world. We're talking about intellectual property law.
0: So did know- you consult your lawyer? Do you know. Do you know, do you know how, do my lawyer's
2: rate. You know how much my lawyer charges per hour?
0: Shit. I'll I'll talk to my lawyer and we'll, we'll get it, we'll get it sorted.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you like a what, you got like a public defender over there or something. Anyway, but yeah, now it's like, you know, skating the whole thing, the deal with this is skating used to be like an, an outlaw type of activity, right? Like everything was like a bro handshake type of deal. Like and like with uh just like with, you know, non-legal activities, there's a code, right? And like when when someone Operates in bad faith. What's your recourse? Uh, you have to have some type of enforcer, right? Threat of violence. Don't think that's going to happen. But where was I going with it?
0: I'm not sure. But I, I could see an, a, a heavy, uh, strong-arming Mikey Alford and the giving up those, those files.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, like, it, if you look at the history, like, when people, left, when people left World, like, they didn't call Rocco and ask for his footage. That shit's probably still s- sitting on some hard drive somewhere, you know?
1: Or Socrates is chilling on it. As we speak, we don't know.
2: Yeah, like, it's, this is the kind of thing that... Like, first of all, the 700K is, is like, a joke. Certainly. Yeah, I mean, it, it's hard to tell, like, uh, sarcasm or when someone's being facetious over the internet or a text conversation or whatever, but, yeah, it's just a joke. Like, because... I, and I did do some rudimentary internet research. Let's say, like, all right, the highest-paid film director... Let's say they get paid, like, a million dollars per project, right? And, like, most movies... Uh, principal photography is like one hundred and twenty days. So give or take, that's like eight, eight grand, eight nine grand a day. So it, it's obviously a joke. He's, he's just kind of being like, What, no, dude, you quit. Like, this is my footage or whatever, you know." So what's your recourse if you're uh, this young, this young uh, amateur skater? You have like, none. You have none.
1: You have none. I mean, look, excuse me, you don't have none. But if we're talking if you about got none, if we're if we are reasonable adults and there was no contract signed, and it was a verbal agreement. There probably wasn't even a verbal agreement. It was just like, hey, I'm skating for this company now. I'm gonna be filming. There probably was no contract, and even if there was no contract, there were probably no terms about the filmer, the footage, whatever, and if there were, and this person is asking for their footage back, and they didn't read the terms of their conflict, uh, excuse me, if they didn't read the terms of their contract, shame on them. But what it feels like here is, it's the same thing that's happened time and time again, it's one of those reasons why you need a skater's union, right? You need a union to establish terms between skaters and their sponsors. You need a union to establish what fair wages are, what the benefits would be, and what working conditions are. Ideally, you get some health insurance and some wage transparency, because that's what's missing here, wage transparency. We have no idea how much is actually at stake financially. And even more importantly, what does the union have? Grievance channels and grievance mechanisms. This whole handshake oh, no, 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 we don't do contracts. We don't do it. We're we're all homies here. Garbage. It is actually one of the worst ways to do business, especially amongst so-called friends. I don't know. We could probably spend a lot of time punching down on Illegal Civ, Mikey, but he is no different than lots of different skate company owners in the past. You know, if you don't have If you don't have the editing equipment, if you don't have the relationships with the shops, if you're not the one who's doing the designs, everything like that, who are you compared to somebody like him? And, yeah, maybe you could do something like roll up with 10 of your big homies and say, give us the footage or we're smashing up your whole house.
2: You could pull like a a Suge
1: Knight (laughs) on vanilla ice, allegedly. Dog, it's 2022. (laughs) (laughs) I'd I'd like to think that some of these guys uh, would like to be able to get into Canada for Dime Glory Challenge. Why risk it all? Because uh, you want to catch a case. Yeah. To get some skate footage. Over some skate footage. You know? I mean, really, we know what needs to happen is we need to call up the Menace team. Oh, yeah. This is a break in the quick uh, B&E. Exactly. (laughs) Just a little something. Boom. You know, a little internet sleuthing. I'm sure somebody could figure out where where Mikey lives. But And again, who's willing to catch a case over some skateboarding footage?
0: I mean, to me, it seems like Logan is playing this perfectly. He gets... A lot of positive attention. He gets to be the the little guy who's being pushed around, and you know, make Mikey Alfred look bad. Now, tons of people know who he is. They've seen his footage. You know, he he dropped the iPhone angles, which is what I would do to like devalue the existing footage. It's like, okay, whatever. Like, I don't need the perfect angles. Like, I've got the iPhone. Now people know that I did these tricks. So like. I think he's playing it perfectly. We're talking about him right now. I'd Never heard of the guy last
1: week. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I've seen him in a bunch of the IC clips and also in a couple of the um, a couple of the videos that Mikey's put out. And there is great skating in them. But you know, what about someone to say like say Kevin White? Kevin White is awesome. Kevin White is very, 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 very good. Even when he's just kind of casually hanging around skating. And I've seen him at Santa Monica curbs and. A couple of Adidas events in L.A. over the last couple of years. Really affable and, and, and fun guy. I almost feel like it was a bit of a downgrade for him to go to IC. I, I feel like he should be someplace else that's really going well, to do left. right by him. Oh, he left? Okay. I'm pretty sure.
0: I mean, I, I think I mean, that IC doesn't, doesn't really have much of a team of note anymore.
1: Yeah. But again, it is, this is not intended to complain about or talk nasty about illegal Civ Because again, there's a million companies that have done... The exact same thing. Remember about two weeks ago on Skate Twitter where a clip from FIT or FIT and CNO Wheel Company was going around? Mm hmm. Who yeah. but, uh, posted by a Lucas, I assume. Yeah, shout out to homie Lucas. You know, I mean, the stories that we heard from Lee Smith, from Jason Dill, was that that was a notoriously badly run operation. Checks bouncing, checks not coming at all. You know, you were really wondering about where the product was. And it turns up that a lot of people end up doing really cool things after fit. I mean, most certainly Dill is a is a really good example of that. Anyway, besides the point, what do you think is? I mean, Templeton, you have experience in this field. Like, how do we? You know, how do you prevent something like this from happening going forward? Well, is it the is it the insistence on actually the question for both of you? Like, is it just a a basic insistence on getting a template, getting contracts?
0: Yeah, I think everybody just needs to have an understanding of where they stand and who who's got rights to what. Because I think. Especially as like a young flow skater, I don't think you've got much clout, and I think that the brands or whoever's supporting you is is kind of doing you a favor? Are they like investing in you as a way to invest in themselves? You know It's like we're going to take you on trips, we're going to film you, we're going to put you in our videos, you're going to get well known, and through that notoriety, that's going to help sell
1: boards.
2: Yeah, also, I, I think the larger question is and some of them, maybe you have some insight in this because you're a filmer, who owns the footage? Like, when you go out and film someone, whether it's, like, a young uh, am on the come-up, or, like, an established pro, like, who owns the footage?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think the brands own the footage. You know, I remember I filmed I filmed something with Chico when I worked for DVS, and he, want, <clears throat> he wanted it for the chocolate tour, and it ultimately did go to the chocolate tour, but he had to talk to D V S about that. Like that I was just like, you know, like I work for I V S. I can't I don't decide what happens to this stuff.
2: Right, right. Right. So I guess whoever's paying the filmer, whoever the filmer is like independently contracting under.
0: Right. Like I worked for D V S and my job was to get footage of people who ride for D V S. And my work product was those clips. So like they're not that happy about stuff that they paid for going to a different company. Even though you know they they're benefiting because if Chico has a good part in the chocolate video, that looks good for everybody. But yeah, it's and like he is wearing the shoes. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it, it's like it's work for hire. You know, like as a pro skater, really, it's like your job is to generate clips for your sponsors. Like they're not really your clips. Like the tricks are yours. You did those tricks, but the footage of it, you know, not not really yours unless you're paying <clears throat> unless you're paying the filmer or yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I guess you could do some shit where, like, you could just operate like a contractor, like someone who does work on your house. You know what I mean? Like, OK, if, if we're going to film it, even if it's like whatever on a napkin or something, like I'm like uh, I'm going to skate for these hours and whatever tricks I get, you can use for your video. But I still have access to uh, to the footage. Yeah,
1: that, that's or better than this like sort that. of that, that's better than this sort of nebulous handshake deal or a, a homie agreement, I, absolutely, you're right. Put that in writing. You know, you like I said before, find a template online or if you have a little bit of bread or you have a lawyer in the family or in your orbit, contact them because I've seen this happen with friends in music, you know? They sign a deal with some label that nobody's ever heard of and then next thing I was like, oh, we own your masters um, for all the stuff that you recorded that we, you know, we funded you money for and, you know, then it's stuck in limbo and they don't get a cent from streaming, they don't get a cent in sales, and effectively you know they're stuck and, and heaven forbid your song gets picked up and is sync licensed into a movie a commercial a campaign ad whatever and you don't even get to see a cent because the majority of it goes over there and i've seen this happen seen this happen to friends you know i remember somebody you know asked me it's just like can you look at this contract i said first of all i'm not a lawyer i mean a lot of things about music but i am not a lawyer pay the money Go get an entertainment lawyer's look at this. Otherwise, you'll be sorry. And guess what? They didn't listen. And lo and behold, somebody else owns their masters. And thinking about this back in the skateboarding world, look look at Bastien Salabonzi. You know, he had the lost part in a flip video that was supposed to go in. What was it? Uh, the third flip video. Was it uh, Extremely Sorry? I think so, yeah. Okay. You know, that wasn't released until 2014. And haha, now we all see it was like Flip definitely should have put this out. And it was ridiculous that they... Held on to the they held that footage hostage because Bastion is back in France doing his thing. He had a nice comeback in the States when he was on Primitive and was living out here. And now who's laughing? You know, Flip is not what it once was. And what did they actually win by withholding that footage? What, 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 do, you, what do you win from that?
0: I don't think it's what you win, it's what the other person loses. You know, if Bastion is leaving the company, if Logan's leaving the company, it's like, I don't want to help you out you're hurting my company by leaving, so I'm not going to help you out in your next step.
2: Yeah, there's a slew of examples of quote-unquote lost parts. Like, allegedly, there's a whole Mark Johnson part from, like, when he was on Enjoy, like, right before Chocolate. Allegedly, there's a fucking ton of them. But, like you said, talking about musicians owning their masters, that's, like, a whole thing now. Like, if you own your masters, like, you're good. You know what I mean? You're pretty much set for life. Maybe if skaters have enough juice... They could, like, negotiate some shit like that. You yeah, know, you just of. Kinda... Oh, go on, please. No, just, yeah, I'm just kind of thinking out loud here.
0: I mean, if, if you're the skater, you could hire the filmer. Be like, all yep. right, yeah, Templeton's yeah, my personal filmer. I pay him out of my salary. So any, any footage that he creates is footage that I own. And I get to decide what, what videos they go in and what videos they don't go in and, you know, how they're used in the future.
1: Yeah, that's actually being a mogul. Uh, I feel like Mikey is playing mogul. And here's the thing, you can't be playing with people's money. Because, you know, what if it's somebody who's not Logan who's going to air this out on Twitter? What if it's somebody who comes to your house? You know, that's a real risk that you run. Not everybody is going to just go post um, post screenshots on social media or, you know, become subject of a discussion or stuff. They'll bring the beef to your door. Um, well, Mikey
0: might be a little more amenable uh, to those types. You know, Logan's somebody I, who who Mikey feels like he can push around. So... That's what he's doing. Which
1: is unfortunate.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, but like, from I can see Mikey's perspective, like, you know, you're quitting my company. Fuck you.
1: Yeah. But then you don't need to have that going out in public. You, I mean, it's a bad it's look. thing. Ha- for sure. It is. Like, there's respect through fear, but nobody's going to respect you for being a dick. We're just right. going to laugh at you.
0: Yeah. Right. Right, like, every other skater I mean, who skates for Illegal Civ, now they, they see that. They see how he feels about his riders, what kind of support you're going to get. Are we really friends or are we just coworkers? you know?
1: I mean, just, maybe it's just time
0: for them to raid the warehouse
1: and keep it moving. Raid the
0: yeah.
2: warehouse. See, like, all, all this shit was, like, behind the scenes in the, in the 90s or whatever with Rocco and shit. Now it's like, oh, I can like, post on Twitter, like, Instagram or whatever. It's uh, crazy. It's like no, no form of conversation is, like, private anymore. Like, you can always be screenshotted or videoed or recorded and shit. It's crazy. Yeah, just imagine okay.
0: the text conversation screenshots we, we might have seen uh, in the 90s. Oh, my that's, God.
1: That's
2: that's why I conduct all my contract negotiations on a park bench.
1: Got to do, <laughs> do, do a face-to-face meet. Face-to-face, real talk. So, question, how crazy, if there had been social media in the 1990s, how crazy would it have been, for example, like when, say, um, Henry Sanchez allegedly pushed yeah. Rocco, <laughs> or was it Bobby Puglio? Did he get... Really, really mad at Deluxe when he got kicked off Stereo. Smashed some fluorescent light bulbs or something. Never heard of that. Yeah, I never heard mm-hmm.
0: that one either. But it, yeah, there would be all kinds of bad behavior on on display.
1: But you know, Instagram Live from the World Park at three a.m. Somebody would have ratted on themselves about yeah, the product. Think, from I think I think that I think that type of content would probably uh, be more for the OnlyFans. <laughs> you know, I heard. or maybe yeah. like Jason Dill. You know, Jason Dill going and stealing all those wheels, <laughs> or him and Javante, him and Javante. Can you imagine that?
2: <laughs> yeah, in a way, it's cooler, just like in your imagination, you know.
1: Yeah, the but, legend is is kind of yeah the, legend, yeah, the
2: legend, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I mean, it, it's and y'all raise a really important point, and we've it up several times that this is not this is not a particularly unique situation, and what's even tougher too is. Okay, let's say he gets the footage back. Then what happens? You know, do you shop it to another company? Is it, you know, is there a way that Logan Logan Kershaw could have played this? What would be the worst way for Logan to play this situation? What's the worst way for a skater who's stuck in this kind of situation with their with their sponsor over footage or photos? What's the worst thing that you could do? I think the worst thing to do is pay. You know, like I I think
0: you can always redo a trick. Like, but to to buy into this idea and be kind of held hostage I think that that's like you know you can't negotiate with terrorists so they're going to keep doing it
2: yeah like I mean I don't know it might just be a big joke he might not have even like wanted to get paid or compensated or whatever it's just kind of like operating in bad
1: faith okay what about so it's $700,000 All right, what if Logan decided to pull a dog day afternoon and rob a bank (laughs) dog day afternoon
2: Attica. Attica Attica I mean
1: uh, that would be kind of sick,
0: you know that would be a great headline, like uh skateboarder robs banks in order to pay for hostage footage,
2: but yeah, I mean like no seriously i I guess what the one thing he could do is just get a lawyer, which like in this economy sounds crazy, but I mean, like you could get like a like an intellectual property lawyer, or an entertainment lawyer or something, and like try to work something out, I guess.
1: Yeah, find, like, a legal aid clinic or you find, like, a better call Saul type of guy or gal who will come in there and just kick ass and scare the shit out of Mikey. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's probably the best
0: move, intimidation tactics. But to me, I I think that, like, just let your petty side fuel you, you know? Like, I would be like, okay, I'm going to go out and redo all these tricks. Maybe you could, like, film a little documentary about, like, you know— yeah I grinded this rail six months ago, but the footage is being held, so I'm back. i'm gonna grind it again and then like do that for all the clips and then you got yeah, you I got mean, a little uh, piece you can you know put that on Thrasher. it's a whole story, maybe you get an interview out of it, like with the photos, yeah, you can just like parlay it into so much more than those tricks would have been had they just been an i c video yeah yep.
2: like like they say it. It's like no publicity is bad publicity like i've never heard of this kid now i'm like oh what is this footage like it must be good you know what kind of tricks is he doing blah 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 like going back to look at his old footage and shit so you know i guess I'm, he ha- i guess he has for you know for what it's worth he has
1: a little bit of juice from all this shit yeah a little bit but you know what if if we're talking about petty i'm going to give you all an example of one of the pettiest things i've ever done but my god it felt brilliant one of the and of course you know this is coming from uh the local civil servant on the Mostly Skateboarding podcast. Bureaucracy is one of the most infuriating things to most people, especially paperwork. I had a, a physical, and now under the, since it's been uh, American law, the Affordable Health Care Act stipulates that any physical, your annual physical, I visit, things like that, are free. And so I, I went to, a, would switched uh, GPs, went to a new doctor, and they had forgotten to take my insurance information. They tried to bill me, and they sent me a massive bill. And so what I did was I called every single number on that bill, and I put together all of the paperwork from the different billing sources, collated it. This ended up being about 200 pages of paperwork, printed it at my job, then printed off the copy of the Affordable Care Act, excuse me, the uh, Obamacare law, right? Took that, put that on top of all of the medical paperwork, plus examples of each of the, um, each of each page of the bill and put a cover letter on it and mailed it to the doctor's office. And then he returned to say, I called him and just like, I sent you a copy of the bill. You weren't supposed to charge me. The dude screamed at me and hung up the phone. I called him back. I said, first of all, don't ever raise your voice at me again. If you got a problem, we can talk about this at first. He's like, he's like, fine. You don't have to pay the stupid bill. Don't ever come here again. Do something like that. (laughs) It was like, it, it, Pleased me to no end to find out this guy's blood pressure was skyrocketing because I buried him in paperwork. Logan, I can help you on this kind of thing. We can we can trust me, I'm I'm that dude. If we talk about petty with paperwork, Think about that. Imagine if you, you know, you open up your mailbox, you see this huge thick package with a very serious looking cover letter, all these things saying, blah, 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 according to this law, you know, in accordance with such and such. Scare the shit out of them.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just like even just a phone call from a lawyer, like legal getting served papers is pretty scary.
0: Yo, yo. <laughs> that'd be amazing. That's the whole thing, though. Like, I was like, I think that Mikey Alfred is legally in the right here.
3: Yeah. So yeah, yeah I don't yeah. think that
0: he would be that intimidated. Until you try it. Yeah. I just, like, Logan, go out and redo those tricks, man. I mean, he's doing fine. He's doing better than he's ever been doing right now. Exactly. We're talking about him. Exactly. I hope he's stoked on that. Which brings us to the end of our show, where we talk about what we're stoked on. Jason, what are you stoked on this week?
2: Well, we talked about venture writer uh, Kevin White a little bit today. Stoked on venture trucks made in San Francisco, California. Uh, As the video game liaison for this podcast i was out last week playing the new call of duty game the campaign the campaign released a week earlier than the multiplayer for non-video game people the campaign is like the story mode where you have to go through all these missions and it forms a story the multiplayer where you like play against other people and that kind of thing that comes out in an hour as we was recording this podcast it drops in an hour so i'm pretty stoked about that this video dropped uh during last week's news cycle but I'm so stoked on it. Uh the boys up in Boston at Orchard Skate Shop came out with another edit called The Trail. But this time they stayed away from eggs altogether and found some of the other ledges and banks and rails and shit in the city of Boston. Yeah, if you're into the East Coast kind of ledge ninja shit, it'll be uh right in your wheelhouse. Also stoked on a little video that a listener put me onto the LA Public Library of all uh institutions did a video like panel discussion with so- mainly about socrates and his career um as a videographer it was socrates charlotte Greathouse, and uh fabian alomar so i think if you look it up uh, it'll be in the show notes you should be able to look it up on youtube or whatever if you're into world lore as i am that'll be uh, totally in your wheelhouse as well patrick what are you stoked on this week
1: I'm also stoked on that LA Public Library panel that was actually put together by the homie Zach from Skatebud. Shout out to Zach. But I'm stoked on Spitfire Wheels. Um, I'm also stoked on Al Brown, who guested last week, which was super awesome. He has a He's great sub stack. Shout out to Al. Check out his writing. The man is brilliant. Uh, I'm very stoked on a remix of Brian Lottie footage by a slap pal whose name is Watson. I actually really enjoyed that. It was a nice little thing for this afternoon. It was a very long work day. Very, very, very stoked. I can't believe this is happening. I'm going to see the House of Love. Uh, If you don't know them, Corey Duffel skated to them. He skated to a song called Shine On in Osiris's Feed the Need video from some years back. So, 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 so good. Been waiting years to see them. I also just had my annual physical last week. Uh, Everything is clear. Blood pressure is good. Blood sugar is low. Uh, Sodium is low. Very happy about that. Uh, We're all 40-plus here on Mostly Skateboarding, so to all of you, but especially to all you men, please get your annual physical. No surprises. And if you're over age 45, please schedule a screening for colon or prostate cancer and or prostate cancer. Templeton, what are you stoked on this?
0: I am stoked on internet friends. Uh, I don't get out much these days, so stoked to have some conversations with people online. Uh, It's kind of funny how many people that I'm friends with online that I've never met in real life. And I don't know, it just kind of works. So shout out to you guys who are my internet friends, uh, which includes Patrick and Mike. I actually have met Jason in real life. Uh, I think you guys are actually probably more than just internet friends at this point. But um, yeah, stoked on internet friends and IRL friends too. That's it for our show this week. Be sure to check out MostlySkateboarding.net for links to the things that we talked about and other show notes. Until next time, you can keep up with us all week online. Patrick, where can the people find
1: you? You can find me on Twitter under the handle at Colonel K Speaks. You can find me on Instagram under the handle at P.K.Gongo and also doing stuff with the Harold Hunter Foundation. Jason, where can people find you on the internet?
2: On the Twitter at Carbonite1994 on the Instagram at FrozenCarbonite and writing stuff for the quarter snacks website new stuff drop in very very soon maybe next week or a week after probably i don't know we'll see templeton where can the people find you
0: you can find me on twitter at mostly skate and on instagram at mostly skateboarding we'll see you guys next week you